0: All right, today we are going to do another 2023 Dynasty Rookie Mock Draft. This time we're going to do it with landing spots. We'll tell you where these rookies are landing at, and as a result, where we're going to take them at in 12-team Dynasty Rookie rookie drafts. But first, make sure you hit like on the video. We are trying to put out all this content uh, coming up to the draft, getting this rookie content out. Make sure you subscribe to the channel so you get all the latest videos. We're going to bring you the best Dynasty content that we possibly can this offseason. Let's get into it, Nathan. So today we are going to do another mock draft, but this has been shaken up. And, and I'm going to go ahead and preface by saying we did not pick these landing spots, so what I did is, is I just went and found a mock draft with some of these guys having landing spots, and then I took that mock draft, and I said, okay, if this were how the NFL draft shook out, how, is this how I would take these players? How would we take them? We went through and drafted them, and now we are going to go through and tell you the landing spots, tell you how they ended up falling out, and it did shake things up quite a little bit from our last video. So... Let's get into it right now. The rookies with landing spots at the 101 was Bijan Robinson. So give us a little bit of rundown on Bijan. We obviously know plenty about him.
1: Yeah, nothing much really to say about him. All of you guys that are watching this video, I'm sure know everything there is to know about Bijan. We think he's probably going to be a generational prospect uh, going into the combine, and we think he's going to go high in the NFL draft and 101 in rookie drafts. Um, We've got him mocked right now to the Eagles. And why? Well, Miles Sanders is just closing out his fourth year, so he's at the end of his rookie deal there in Philadelphia. And he's a fine running back, but Bijan is clearly just more talented. And really with his receiving upside and just the the way the Eagles offense functions, Bijan would fit, fit really well in that system. I am fine with this landing spot. There's a different running back that I would prefer to go to the Eagles, but... but Where Bijan's being mocked here is fine. I
0: think we'll get some Eagles fans in the comments saying, okay, well, the Eagles historically don't draft running backs. Well, again, we didn't do this mock draft. This is not our mock draft. So it, they, we didn't pick the landing spots. Is it going to happen? Probably not. I don't see Bijan going to the Eagles in the first round. I do see him probably going somewhere in the first round, though. And and, and I think if he's going with the Eagles, going with a high-powered offense with Jalen Hurts is going to be hard. I mean, not not a ton is going to change no matter where Bijan goes. And
1: do you think I mean. people will start? Do you think people will start shorting him a little bit in terms of production and fantasy because of Jalen Hurts?
0: No, I don't think so. Don't I, think because Jalen okay. Hurts is not like looking to run as much as most of those type of quarterbacks. They're they're using him yeah. in a really good way. Yeah, so. and
1: honestly, I, I would say to the to those of you who would be concerned if he does go to Philly, like I mean, look at what Miles Sanders did. Yeah, this no, year it's fine. And look at I, I mean, Jalen Hurts did he he got injured at the end of the season, and while he can make plays with his legs, there is that risk and that concern. That you don't want your franchise quarterback to get injured. Yep. So if Sirianni's like, oh, oh crap, like when Hurts is hurt, we're we're screwed. We we need to we need to run him less. Then I I could see that being a possibility where he has less rushing attempts next year, while he still has that rushing upside and can uh, get out of the pocket in a messy situation. I still think you're going to see them. Um, cater into those running backs more. So yeah.
0: at the one oh two is going to be CJ Stroud. So you're probably watching this thinking, and I hope you're not super surprised here. You're probably watching this thinking, well, why would you take CJ Stroud over Bryce Young? I'm I'm personally calling the shot that CJ Stroud is going to go one-on-one in the NFL draft. I just personally think that their NFL teams are not going to want to take a risk on such an outlier like Bryce Young would have to be to be that successful in the NFL. In terms of size. And and, and while Bryce Young is very talented, and and I absolutely believe in his skill set and his ability to perform at the next level, I do think that there are going to be some concerns from NFL teams. I think the Colts um, would be... I mean, this would make my life 25 times better as a Colts (laughs) fan. I, I, I mean, this is the quarterback that I like going to the team that I like. Obviously, this means the Colts would have to trade up at the 101, but Stroud, we talked about it again. He's got great accuracy. He started to use his legs a little bit more in the national championship game against Georgia. Oh, I'm sorry, the college football playoff game against Georgia, uh, and you saw what he's capable of in terms of using his athleticism, and now he's looking towards the NFL draft. We weren't sure if he was going to announce, and thank Goodness, he did because it would have put a real damper uh, on the quarterback draft class and and it wouldn't have really made sense for him to stay. So CJ Stroud officially in the draft, going to the Colts in this mock draft, that's enough for me to take him 102. I like the landing spot better than Bryce Young's too, but but Bryce Young at the 103.
1: Yeah, uh, Bryce Young being mocked here to the Houston Texans who have the second overall pick. So this is, again, this is assuming that those top two QBs, Stroud and Young, are going to be going first two picks in the draft. Is there a possibility that... A non-QB goes 101. Yeah, I think there is. If the Bears don't like the return that they're getting for the 101, um, they can start building their defense Absolutely. since they kind of traded everyone away this season. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> with Young going to Houston, I think this obviously bodes well for any receiver there in Houston, uh, specifically John Mechie. I know you like Nico Collins a lot better than John Mechie. I think Collins is fine. Mechie has really good draft capital. Went in the second round last year, uh, dealt with leukemia his rookie season, um, from all the things that we know about him, he's, he's recovering well from, from what I know. I I think so. Um, and I mean, he has a connection with young. He, he played with, with Bryce Young his freshman year. So, um, I think that would bode really well for, um, for John Mechie. Bryce Young, to Houston, um, overall, like if if he goes, like like even even theoretically, let's say Young goes to Houston and he's the first QB off the board, and Stroud ends up going to the Colts at the one hundred and four, um, I would still think in rookie drafts Stroud may potentially go one hundred and one in dynasty rookie drafts over Young because think, of the size and because of the situation.
0: And I think people would, I mean, people who have personal convictions about Stroud, like I would. I mean, even if, even if Bryce Young does go. 101 I'd rather have Stroud. I mean I just it, 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 if if Stroud doesn't fall out of like the top 10 or something crazy like that. Yes. So yeah, a if caveat, if
1: Stroud remains top 5 with where we assume Bryce Young will go also like I I think it's an either or really an up to your yeah, personal absolutely. preference. So
0: Okay. Uh, 104 was Jameer Gibbs and he he was being mocked to the infamous running back landing spot in Dynasty rookie drafts, and that is the Kansas City Chiefs. So, with Jameer Gibbs, you know, we did a sh- we did a video on Jameer Gibbs. If you want to go back and watch that, I think we covered him in pretty in-depth in that video, and we like Jameer Gibbs. I mean, look, he is an elite pass-catching running back, and in Dynasty, that, and in PPR leagues, that means points, and if you're looking at what he did at Alabama, whether it was on the ground or through the air, he was extremely productive. That was obviously a very good Alabama team, and he was able to get his own share every single game, every single time he was on the field. So, with Jameer Gibbs going to the Chiefs, I mean, you're thinking, you know, looking at what Jarek McKinnon has been able to do at the end of the year for the Chiefs. People are imagining, you know, if Jarek McKinnon walks, then Jameer Gibbs can step in and be that guy. And, and Jarek McKinnon was a league winner this year. And the way that, you know, Andy Reid, the way that Patrick Mahomes are going to use those running backs in that offense, it makes it a very lucrative spot. For Gibbs to go, I mean, it makes Gibbs extremely desirable in Dynasty if he does go to the Chiefs. Uh, obviously, he's going over guys like JSN, uh, Will Levis, things like that. But I think this would end up messing up our draft order a little bit because, you know, we like to elevate running backs that go to the Kansas City Chiefs. And Jameer Gibbs would be no exception here. So, again, obviously talented. Obviously, he could step into that elite offense and produce. Uh, but that would definitely see a jump in the in, Draft. Yeah, and, and
1: right I mean, we we saw the Kansas City Chiefs offense with an elite pass-catching running back back with, with Kareem Hunt. Um, really, his rookie season, he had 63 targets, 53 receptions for 455 yards and three touchdowns just in the receiving game. If you can get a an elite pass-catching prospect like Jameer Gibbs in that Kansas City offense, I mean, look what they're done with McKinnon this year uh, at the end of the season. Again, I, I'd be really excited about it. I don't think you would be um, – committing some crazy fallacy for being more excited about Gibbs if he goes to the Chiefs because it's just I, I anyone that's tied to Patrick Mahomes will go up in value now we'll have to see where he's ranked like like compared to these other people right, or yeah. these other players in ADP and he could eventually be a sell if his landing spot goes to Kansas City but again I'm not expecting that I, I think his value will be where it should be. Now, obviously,
0: you know, we talk about this a lot. But it's going to be draft capital dependent and, you know, with Jameer Gibbs going to the Chief here, that was at the end of the first round. So that that's another thing. Like, if Jameer Gibbs goes to the Chiefs, but it's in the second round and there are a bunch of running backs going before him, then, you know, he's obviously not jumping up this far. But this is the first round. Um, you've got JSN at the 105.
1: Yeah, JSN at the 105. Um, we have him going to the Giants uh, for obvious reasons because currently um, <laughs> there are no-name receivers that are producing Hey, Slayton right now, was a beast it, this it, it, year. Slayton, like, Slayton has done nothing until this year. <laughs> it, uh, it's a cr- testament to Daniel H- Jones. H- Hodgins, it, yeah.
0: And I think this is a lot about what the, what Daniel Jones could even do to maintain slash elevate JSN stock.
1: I think you're right. Um, with And maybe not even because of Daniel Jones, but because of Dable alone. I mean, we thought that all these receivers the were going to produce with Daniel Jones the last three years. And... They did nothing. Shepard did nothing. Galladay gets paid a fortune. He does nothing. And I wouldn't expect any receiver that gets drafted and goes to the Giants to produce at, at a at a disappointing level. I think with the with the new coaching staff in there, with the culture that they've built in in the matter of a year, and now that they're in the playoffs and beating the Vikings, like they can have a high powered offense if they just build around. Sounds funny to say it, but if they build around Daniel Jones, who's a cheap quarterback, they're, they're going to pay him probably $20 million a year because that's what he's worth. And there's no... Yeah. And that... Is fine for us in fantasy. We're, we're not talking about talent here at the quarterback position for Daniel Jones. We're not talking about the talent that JSN has at the quarterback position for the Giants. It's all about the situation. It's all about the coaching. It's all about the target share that he's going to get there, and it would be really, really nice.
0: Yeah, so. I mean, I think, that, I think the best way to build around Daniel Jones is to bring in what we think is the best receiver in this class by a tier. I mean, we think he is in a tier by himself. We'll continue to call that shot. I think JSN is going to be a great NFL wide receiver, but we will see. At the 106, we have Will Levis going to the Raiders. Now, the Raiders obviously have a top ten pick. They hold the seventh pick overall in this year's NFL draft, and they, you know, they could do a couple things here. and And I don't know what to think about Will Levis personally because since we've made this video, we've watched even more films. I mean, we've wa- even since we made the Will Levis video, we've watched even more film, and we've kind of just been like. I, what do we think of this guy? Because he does make a lot of mistakes. He's such
1: a polarizing and, and, and process,
0: And he's polarizing because are we making too many excuses for Will Levis? And we, we even got a lot of comments on some of our videos. Like, look, I mean, this is a guy that I'm not touching in Dynasty. And in terms of risk factor, I mean, I don't blame anybody for not touching Will Levis. But if Will Levis does get top 10 draft capital, I mean, when you're talking about super flex leagues, these quarterbacks are hot commodities. You're looking at the quarterback market right now in startup drafts, and you're not really able to get, you know, any, any solid quarterbacks outside of round three, really two is usually the last one to go. And you you know, you're getting guys like Russell Wilson. You're getting guys like Matt Stafford as values later in the draft. But at the same time, if you're not extremely confident in those guys, these quarterbacks, these rookie ones, especially if they have the draft capital, they're going to be valuable. And with Will Levis, it's just going to be hard not to take him here. Um, just, I mean, I think the landing spot is okay. You know, I, in terms of weapons, you've got Josh Jacobs. You've got Devontae Adams. You've got Darren Waller. And, and you know, in terms of coaching, that's what probably kind of worries me. But I think they do move on from Derek Carr. Um, it's, it might just be who, which quarterback they draft. I mean, they maybe they're trying to move up to the number one. I don't know. But this is this is taking Will Levis in the first, yeah. in the first round top ten picks. Yeah, so. and
1: honestly, I mean, the, the reason he's such a polarizing prospect is you do have those people, like we said, that are going to be adamantly against him because he throws a lot of picks and just was not successful his final year at Kentucky. Yep. And then you have the other side that's like, well, I mean, three of the top four QBs in Dynasty right now were not, the best QBs in their class from a prospect perspective. True. You have Mahomes, you have Herbert, you have Allen, all of them falling in dynasty rookie drafts because they were polarizing prospects. Levis, this is bold, but Levis has that upside. That's why he's even in this conversation right now. So I that's what people see. That's that's what we see when we watch his film. Yeah. But we also see the flip side.
0: Yep. So I started to see the flip side. It, I don't know what to think of him. At first, I, I kind of like, remain
1: the same. Uh, I And again, this will, we'll let the draft capital speak for him. If Levis, if the Colts take Levis over Stroud, I'm more excited about Levis than Stroud because Levis went over Stroud.
0: Yeah, I, I think, like, I it, think, I think that's fine.
1: At that point, the NFL decided for you. You can have your own opinion on the QBs, but if they're going over the other QB, then they are the favored prospect.
0: It would be nice for Will Levis to step in and have a Devontae Adams. That, yeah. would, that would be awesome.
1: That would be that would be really Because nice. he didn't have, I
0: mean, that's what he didn't have at Kentucky. So we'd know right away here, too, with the Raiders. But at the 107, you took Jordan Addison, although he did go to the Patriots, which probably isn't the best landing spot for fantasy players. Um, but obviously, Jordan Addison, a great receiver. So talk about that, yeah. Um
1: <laughs> If Addison goes to the Patriots, he will be shorted because he's going to the Patriots, and I'll be smash buying him everywhere. I, I'll, I'll be taking the player, not the landing spot. And I'm going to look beyond the fact that they've drafted and failed at Tyquan Thornton and Nikhil Harry and all these other guys. But I I mean, the, the fact of the matter is there have been successful receivers in New England before. True. I, I, It's not like they're non-existent. So with Addison and his talent profile, like he will most likely go in the first round, like we assume. If he goes in the first round to anyone, I mean, I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm excited about Addison and what he can do and that could actually be really great for Mac Jones so
0: yeah another guy that we weren't sure wasn't going to realize uh, or was not going to declare and actually did end up declaring on the last day so to continuing to keep this class a little bit stacked and I, and I do like Jordan Addison more than um, more than most others as well and and you know if he did go to the Patriots I, I do think there's a chance that the Patriots end up being in the quarterback hunt even if they're just exploratorily doing it exploratory is that a word?
1: I mean, if you haven't made the playoffs this year, I don't know why you wouldn't be in the Maybe. exploratory QB hunt, with the exception of Deshaun and Kyler.
0: So we saw like, a thing today that said Lamar was the favorite to, or the the favorite team to land Lamar was the Patriots, which is interesting. Uh, I like I least. like
1: Lamar to the Titans. We talked about oh, that. Gosh.
0: I, I don't like it just because I don't that like would the Titans.
1: Just ruin our deck
0: day, decade. At, yeah, at the <laughs> one hundred and eight, uh, Anthony Richardson actually. So this is a guy that I think we had. You know, in our initial rookie mock draft, I don't think he was in the first round.
1: Yeah, we don't like him at but, all. But, really.
0: we are, but this, he's being mocked here in the first 10 picks of the Panthers. And look, I mean, here's what you have to say about Anthony Richardson from a fantasy standpoint. And I think there are a lot more people who are hesitant with Anthony Richardson than there are that actually really like Anthony Richardson. Because when you're looking at his, what he did, you know, statistically, when you're looking at his film, he's all 22. I mean, it's not great. It just isn't, and, and you know you could make the argument that he's extremely raw. And while he does have elite athleticism, that's actually what's holding him up. If he were to get this draft capital because of the rushing upside, because of the athleticism, it would it would probably be a lot higher than this we didn't have him in and he jumped up to the 108 he's probably going around the 108 109 right now if he were to get top 10 draft capital if he were to go you know to the panthers or something like that he'd probably jump up to the t- first four picks i think because of the rushing upside alone. yeah i mean
1: with the panthers too they're probably it's probably going to be a while before they are in a position to get a qb of this caliber in, in, in the top 10 picks i mean they almost won the division as bad as the division was was they almost made it to the playoffs and they have a lot of promise and a lot of talent on that team and they're not going to be sticking with sam darnold next year they're they're yeah, just not so if they can get ar ar is probably going to be there a while
0: sure So and, I, and if he gets the draft capital, well, he's going to get plenty of chances right so yeah. i think we need to be prepared for that yeah. I, I don't i don't know if it will happen but i think yeah. we at least need to prepare there, i mean forward. to be
1: completely honest there's just nothing about his film that we really like no. at all but no, and, again, and, and, if he goes and there we got to take him
0: we've seen crazier stuff but barely i mean it, it would be pretty crazy so um at the 109, you've got Quentin Johnson, and he's going to the Texans here. So, tell me what you think of the landing spot and why. You know, we are probably taking Quentin Johnson a little bit lower than the uh, average person here.
1: Yeah, again, we like to draft um, some some guys that have higher floors than others in rookie drafts. You you want to you want to get those guys that are going to be a surefire, at least successful, like like serviceable receiver for their the rest of their career. QJ has the highest ceiling. He also has the highest floor. He could totally bust. Um going to Houston, I don't love that landing spot personally. I don't think I, I, would I really don't.
0: I mean, he'd be with Bryce Young theoretically.
1: Yeah. That doesn't really change much for me. Like I there's just something about What's The
0: thing. I I, <sighs> I don't I don't think Quentin Johnson is I, the guy that I'm going to touch a lot of in No, in but why season.
1: would Houston even go for QJ? Why wouldn't they go for a different receiver? Like a, like a different type of receiver. I don't think he just I I just don't think he fits them there. I I mean, I Bryce know. Young never was successful with a receiver of his skill set in Alabama. He didn't really have any though. Right. But I mean, he balled out with Jamison Williams.
0: I know, but I mean, it doesn't, so why don't you get a speedster?
1: Why, why didn't the, why don't the Texans draft like Boutte? I don't know. In the early second. It's
0: a mock draft. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I know. That's just my personal preference there. That's, that's my opinion on that. I, I think if he goes to Houston again, He'll be shorted if he goes to Houston. Any of uh, we, I will say, any of these receivers, regardless of landing spot, regardless of my personal opinion on the landing spot, I will buy them if they fall in ADP because rookie wide receivers maintain their value going into their sophomore season.
0: Uh, yeah, it's as simple do. as that. Yeah, it is simple. Buy rookie wide receivers. Yep. One ten, Michael Mayer. Um, look. There aren't a lot of scenarios where I want to take Michael Mayer in the first round of Dynasty Rookie Drafts. Why, you probably are going to ask. Um, With rookie tight ends, I mean, it's pretty obvious at this point that most of the time they're not going to break out until they're probably 24, 25 years old. So because of that, you're usually able to get them actually cheaper the next year, the the following offseason. And that's what everybody said about Kyle Pitts, and it didn't end up being true. Um, But you've seen Kyle Pitts in the second season take it. I mean, a value hit. It just... With with Michael Mayer, I don't love taking tight ends this early in Dynasty. However, there are a couple places that Michael Mayer could land that I would be actually running to get him. The Packers are one of them, assuming Aaron Rodgers state. If he's, you know, if he's taking over for Onion and he is, you know, tied to Aaron Rodgers playing in Green Bay. Even if he's tied to love. Even if he's tied to love. Or the other one that comes off the top of my head is if he goes to LA and plays with Justin Herbert. I would love that. I would be. Wanting Michael Mayer because I think Justin Herbert has shown the ability or the desire to spread the ball to his tight ends in terms of you know what Gerald Everett was able to do this year and Gerald Everett is you know not Michael Mayer, so if Michael Mayer were to go to somewhere like the Chargers too, I'd be looking at Michael Mayer and saying okay maybe I'm looking at drafting this guy now. Yeah,
1: Everett's an undrafted free agent after this year too, so there's no guarantee that he's going to be re-signed there in L.A. and yeah. with, with his. <laughs> An unrestricted, unrestricted free agent. I like, did I say undrafted? Yes. Yeah, unrestricted free agent. <laughs> so they could re, they could resign him for cheap, or they could just get a younger guy.
0: I mean, and again, it is possible. But but even with the Packers, I, I like the Packers for him, and I think you know, Onion is you know, Dawson yeah, but, Knox one yeah, point The the more I think about so. it,
1: the more I like it because I mean, look what Onion did. Who's not well a very and not talented only this, but look at end, look like, at the
0: t- look at the tight end landscape and dynasty. Bear. I, I mean, there's a good case to make mayor, no matter where he or to take mayor, no matter where he goes, and I'm not willing to do that necessarily. But I like the landing spot, so I, you know, one ten, I think it's fair. Yeah, uh, okay. Boutte to Seattle, this would be our favorite landing spot.
1: This is so for ideal. Love Go
0: this. For it.
1: Um, Tyler Lockett is amazing. We love Tyler Lockett's value always and forever Bald- and dynasty until yeah. he dies. But um, at some point, they will have to move on, or they'll they'll have to kind of have that changing of the guard or or, or passing of the torch um, from. Lockett, who is aging, to a younger receiver. I think they'll go with Boutte. I really think they will. Um, Boutte paired with DK Metcalf, who's going to be that field stretcher, that big guy on the outside that can get those long balls. And then you've got Boutte um, in, in the slot, who's the speedster, who can make people miss after the catch, um, who is sort of that that mid-range target. I, I think that bodes really well for Geno. If he stays there or whatever quarterback Seattle ends up starting next year, really like Boutte's potential in Seattle and I we've had a lot of success with Seattle receivers in that Pete Carroll offense. So anyone that's going there, I well, Eskridge was a big flop, but I think we can all kind of look beyond that. And he didn't really even have great draft capital. He just went in the third round. Boutet will go at the earliest, I'd say late first, which is right Probably around yeah. right around where Seattle's gonna be drafting, is gonna be late first round.
0: Yeah, I like so, that for Boutte too. I, I And look, if you're getting that receiver at the 111 in these drafts, that is a smash. And I think you're going to. I mean, I think it's going to be, I don't think it's going to take much for people to get high on Anthony Richardson. I don't think it's going to take much for people to get high on Michael Mayer.
1: It won't take much for people to be low on Boutte, especially if he goes to Seattle. They're going to be like, oh, but DK Metcalf is just going to take all those targets. He's going to take away from the ceiling of Boutte. Dude, Tyler, Tyler Lockett was a high-end wide receiver two this year, and he was, he was a wide receiver one, but he just got injured for the last couple of games of the season.
0: Yeah, he was. I mean, he was a wide receiver one.
1: He was a wide receiver one with DK.
0: It just, yeah. Ute can do it. And again, you've seen it with other teams. Look at, look at the Eagles. Look at the Bengals. Look at the Dolphins. You see, and you know, if you have a good enough QB, which Gino, frankly, is good enough, you can support, yeah. you know, two yeah. top 12 QBs, maybe top 15. And, and so I wouldn't be re- worried about that. I think they'd be drafting him, kind of take over Tyler Lockett's spot as Tyler Lockett phases out in the next few years. And then at the 112, so as we wrap this up, Sean Tucker goes to the Texans. This would be... Other Texans.
1: Hilarious. Wow. This would be so funny.
0: This would be... I mean, this would just be hilarious. Because, because, you know, Damien Pierce is <laughs> the second coming, but, you know, he... he. We told you this. He doesn't have the draft capital. Are we, are, you're not going to be shocked, and I'm not going to no, be shocked at if all. this happens. I don't know. Why wouldn't they? Sean Tucker is better than Damien Pierce. Yep. Sh- Sean Tucker, I mean, with, with the passing game, he is literally a track athlete. Passing, I mean, he's got receiving upside. He has got pretty good size. There, I mean, there's not a ton to dislike about Sean Tucker. Yeah. And, and the fact that you're getting him at the 112 is a value in itself. But the fact that he's one of the Texans, you know, a team that's probably not going to be any good. Now, granted, I will say, if they got Young and QJ and Tucker, <laughs> that would be a pretty instant injection of their offense. However, yeah. you know, so there were a lot of Texans in this draft which I thought was interesting. How many offensive players in the Texans draft? Would I be surprised if they draft running back? No. And Sean Tucker is absolutely one that you could argue is the RB two in this class. We're going to go with Gibbs, but I think Tucker for us is our RB three pretty clearly. Um, Again, we like the skill set. We like his potential in the NFL and going to a team that's going to run the ball. I mean, you saw it with Damien Pierce. He was a warm body that got carries. Sean Tucker is going to be a warm body that gets carries, but he's going to be a good at football warm body. I mean, it's just yeah. that's going to be Look, the, 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 the difference.
1: So. The more weapons you put around Bryce Young, the higher, ch- higher chance there is that he's I'd going be, to be I'd successful be in the NFL and that you're really going to protect him because the more threats you have outside of Young, the less focus there will be on him at all times. And Sean, It, it would start with Sean Tucker if he went to Houston.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That would be great. So that kind of wraps up um, those first 12 picks of rookie draft with landing spots for now. You know, it's obviously it's only January. So we're going to do a lot of these. It's going to change a lot. I mean, I I was looking at, you know, mock drafts and dynasty from early January last year and it was, I mean, Brees Hall wasn't even in the top 12. So if you don't think things are going to change from then to now, then you've got something coming for you, and I don't know of a better way to make sure that you are on top of all this information than subscribing to the channel. So make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like the video, obviously, if you made it this far through, and make sure you visit our Locals page, which is dynastydomain.locals.com. That's where we're putting the ADP tool uh, that we use in so many of our videos. That's where you're getting all kinds of exclusive content, answering trade questions, things like that, articles on how to build your Dynasty team, et cetera, at dynastydomain.locals.com. So make sure you visit that as well. As always, thank you guys for joining us, and we'll see you later.